when I was playing, I was like, I cannot wait for football to be over because I'm going to work out twice a day because I don't have to wait for it to recover. Like, I love working out. Like, this is everything that I am. And then I got into to business, and I completely, completely ignored oh. it. And so there was a three-year period where, at best, I was working out once a week. At best. What did that feel like during that time? I was, like, physically or yeah. mentally? I was just – I was tired all the time. Um, I was irritable. I was – like, honestly, I was depressed. I was eating a ton. Um, it was just, it was just a really hard time. Like I was, I wasn't a good dad. I wasn't a good husband. There was just so many things that I was, and I, and I constantly felt like a failure. And I'm not saying fitness fixed everything. That's not what I'm saying. I had, to, I had to address multiple things. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't where I wanted to be faith. Well, you, I wasn't you where, had just left a career that you dreamed of your whole life. And I, and I was, so that's part of it on, on the outside. Everyone's like, dude, this dude's transitioning great. Dude, on the inside, I was a mess. And mm. it was just fake. I was faking it. I was wa- I was going through the motions, trying to pretend that, you know, hey, I got it all together, and I had this plan, and I'm executing this plan, and all. And it was, I was just miserable. And, and again, I'm not saying fitness was the only thing, but I would say fitness was the catalyst that got me healthy. Ty, you know how when you write something down, just seeing it on paper, like gives you a different perspective? Yeah. Like food, for instance. Like, you know what you're eating somewhat, Mm -hmm. but until you actually write it down, then it kind of punches you in the face of like what you're actually eating. Yeah. And it kind of gives you a sobering moment of, oh, I ate all that. Yeah. So that's, that's what happened Whenever I was thinking about today's topic, which is, you know, the, the New York Post put out a poll recently and they polled a bunch of, a, you know, a bunch of people on workout habits mm-hmm. and what keeps people from working out. Uh, and they even talked about what are the benefits of working out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny. Sorry for the for the ding there. Um, so it's like all these top 10 reasons why people miss a workout or don't work out and then top 10 benefits of working out. So it's the same people answering yeah. the same questions. Uh, but it was one of those things, you know, because we've always heard about sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. I think everybody at this point knows being sedentary, being, you know, seated most of the day, the negative effects that it has on you. I think most mm-hmm. people are generally aware. But when I was thinking about this topic, when I was writing all the the negative effects of a sedentary lifestyle, it really punched me in the face. Holy smokes. You mean all that happens <laughs> by living the course of a normal American lifestyle? And so I wanted to read you this paragraph of all of the negative effects of a sedentary lifestyle. And again, just seeing it on paper was like, holy smokes. Because again, we know it, we hear it, it's out there, mm-hmm. but, but just listen to this. Turn your brain on here for a second. All right. Sedentary behaviors reduce lipoprotein lipase activity, muscle well, say, glucose. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> okay, you don't. <laughs> I, I forgot to turn my brain on. My fault. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Sedentary behaviors reduce lipoprotein lipase activity, muscle glucose, protein transporter activities, impair lipid metabolism. Lipid is just another word for fat, and diminish carbohydrate metabolism. 
It decreases cardiac output, cardiac output and systemic blood flow while activating the sympathetic nervous system. That's the one, the fight or flight, you know, we get super stressed. Ultimately reducing insulin sensitivity and vascular function. It also alters the insulin-like growth factor axis and the circulation levels of sex hormones, which elevates the risk of hormone-related cancers. Increased sedentary time impairs the body's weight homeostat and weight gain, adiposity, and elevated chronic inflammation caused by sedentary behavior are risk factors for cancer. Sedentary behaviors have wide-ranging adverse impacts on the human body, including increased all-cause mortality, cardiovascular disease mortality, cancer risk, and risks of metabolic disorders such as diabetes, mellitus, hypertension, high blood pressure, and dyslipidemia. Don't know what that is. Musculoskeletal disorders such as arthralgia and osteoporosis, depression, and cognitive impairment. (laughs) Okay, hold on. (laughs) You said this New York Post wrote this? No, 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 this is different. I'll I'll get to the New York Post here in a second. I was just saying, you sure this wasn't like the Hebrew Times? Because that definitely sounded (laughs) like Like a foreign language. language. (laughs) But think about the words you did understand. Cardiovascular disease, sex hormone-related cancers, Hypertension, a.k.a. high blood pressure. You had me at sex hormones. Cognitive impairment. (laughs) I mean, just the laundry list of impact, negative effects of leading a sedentary lifestyle. And yet, most of us spend eight to nine hours sitting at a desk. Mm -hmm. We go home. We spend another two to three hours watching TV. Mm -hmm. And we wonder why we're such a sick, unhealthy, lazy culture. Dude. I... (laughs) It What's sounds, your reaction here at all it that? It sounds like a pharmaceutical <laughs> commercial. Like, if you were to read that really, really, really fast, right. that would be the disclaimer at the end. I can't of, read like, it. There's too many big words. In yeah, there. I didn't understand any of that. Uh, yeah, and it's, like you said, when you, when it's different for us to hear it, right? And it's right. Different, for, different for us, even if we know it, just to think it. But to really see it written down, like you said, like, it's like, holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just puts even, it in perspective. Not, we haven't even talked about benefits. Like, just feeling good. Yeah. You know, like, we, it's, we're going through the 75, or I'm going through the 75 hard, you went through it, and people ask me, oh my gosh, how miserable is it? I'm like, it's not. Like, I feel it, better. Yeah. It actually gives me energy. Yeah. Instead like, of taking it away. Like, I've got no problem waking up at 4 a.m. to get to my five. Like, I struggled before. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I sit, when I'm in front of a computer all day long, and I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, those are just physical. We're not talking about mental health. It, it touched on at the end, cognitive impairment. But yeah, no, it hasn't. There was nothing See, about depression again, in there. Yeah. Easier words, guys. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. You're smart. Yeah, you, you do science. I read books. <laughs> you do science, whatever. But <laughs> essentially, you're going to die. Right. If you don't move. If you sit around, yeah. you're going to die. Yeah. And I just, uh, I don't know. It's... There's just too many benefits, right? I don't love motivating through fear, but it's a powerful tool to at least get you up and get you moving. And, and it's, it's one of those things like, like a kid, right? You can tell them what to do, tell them what to do, but until they do it and feel it, mm-hmm. it's really hard for it to connect with them. Yeah. And yeah. So that's, that's insane though. 
Like yeah, I didn't, who, who would have thought, because as a society, we're becoming more and more and more white collar, right? More right. and more um, professions surrounding intellect, mm -hmm. surrounding communication, and less about physical labor. Right. Which has its obvious benefits. benefits. It does. Obvious it does. Benefits. It does. Um, but think about somebody 100 years ago. They would slap you if you, if we had... If they thought we would have to have this conversation in a hundred years, that we'd have to talk about sedentary lifestyle and encourage people to get up and move, yeah. just to think about how preposterous we have to now encourage people, employ people, beg people please, to move please, your body. Please go for a fifteen-minute walk <laughs> yes. three times a week. Like, yeah, think what? about how easy we have to make it. Yeah. Because it's such a struggle yeah. for a lot of people. And, and like I said, this New York Post poll, so they asked, so they said, how Americans would feel if they exercised regularly? So this goes back to my point of we know this stuff. So 68% of people said they would have more energy. 64% yeah. said they'd feel more motivated. 59% said they'd be happier. 59% said they'd be more focused. 57% said they'd be less stressed. 53% said they'd be less likely to fall ill. 52% said they would be less tired. 48% said they would be more successful. And 42% said they'd be more outgoing. So half these people polled mm -hmm. recognize, I just lift, lifted off, what, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11 benefits right there. Yeah. What's a, what's and alarming, most people know these benefits. What's alarming, though, is those numbers aren't higher, though. Honestly. Sure. Well, yeah. Honestly. It's like... I actually saw it. And I was like, "Oh, dang, that's pretty good." See, I just said, okay. What, what about the forty-two percent that do, that think, "Oh, if I work out, I'm going to have less energy," right? Or the, you know, forty. Well, I don't think it was a, like, do you have more energy or less energy? Well, maybe it was. I don't. They I just don't, I didn't it. dig into that deeply, but but either way, I mean, it, it's by now with social media, with YouTube, with with our access to information. You've got to know these things. Yeah. Like it's it's not a secret. You're not you're not shocking anybody's right. world. Right. If you say, hey, listen, you're going to feel better if you are active, or mm -hmm. you are going to have more energy, or cognitive, you know, cognitively, you're going to be sharper, or your depression is going to be lower, or your um, confidence in communication is going to be higher. Like all of those things, it shouldn't be shocking yeah. anymore right. at this point. So to me, those numbers do feel a little bit low. Yeah. Well, but that's my point is like, we know this. Yeah. It's not a lack of knowledge. Yeah. It's a lack. It's like the wisdom discussion. It's not a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of application. Yeah. And so we know the benefits. And, and I'm going to remove, if you're listening to this and you're a single mom, you're trying to work three jobs just to pay your monthly yeah. bills. I get it. Yeah. Fitness is not the highest priority on your, right. on your list. I get that. Mm -hmm. But for the vast majority listening to this, you're probably going to resonate here in a second with the top 10 reasons Americans don't move more frequently. Yeah. yeah and, and so here were the, here were the, all right, go ahead. But I was just going to uh, say, just, just disclaimer. I, I, I don't want this to be like a shaming if you don't. Oh, I do. If you don't. <laughs> if you, if you make one of these excuses, I'm 100% shaming you. No, because like, like you said, there are scenarios and circumstances and, you know, maybe you weren't raised to know it any different. I think more so than anything let's just make this more of an encouragement yeah. rather than a shaming, like you're a bad so person. So you're, you're being mature and leading with empathy? <laughs> I'm <Trying>. not. Yeah. 
because uh, you're you're. I think you'll change your tune here in a second. Okay. Top ten reasons Americans don't move more frequently, according to this New York Post poll. Forty-two percent said I don't have time. Thirty-five percent said I don't have the motivation. Twenty-five percent said I don't like exercising. I actually get that one a little bit yeah. more. Like if you're not into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Twenty-three percent said work gets in the way. Twenty-three percent said I feel too old. Twenty-two <laughs> percent said I don't see results. Twenty-one percent said don't have the equipment at home. 20% said it's too expensive, 19% said it's inconvenient, and 18% said Jim's too far away. What I think of when I read that list, y'all, oh. wow. That's pathetic. Wow. Wow. It's inconvenient. It's inconvenient. But you know what, though? That's a summary. That's a summary of where we are right now. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's. The gym isn't on the right-hand side of the road on my way home. It's on the left side. So I'm not going to make a left-hand turn crossing traffic. It's, it's inconvenient. Like, I get it. I get it. But holy smokes. Like, just say it. Like, I, if you just say, like, I, I don't want to right now. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. But here's the reality that I don't have time for it. That one, that one I, have, I understand, but I also have a hard time with. Yeah, because I used the same exact deal for three years. I used the same thing. Well, I mean, I'm in the office at six thirty-seven every morning, uh, and then I got to go home and be with my family. So yeah, I'm just not getting in the gym. No, you know what it was? Ultimately, it was is that one, I didn't. Yes, the motivation is a real thing. Two, I didn't have community and I didn't have accountability, and so I had a scapegoat all the time. Like ah, I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. All those are is reasons for you to validate why you don't want to work yeah. out because it's hard, yeah. right? And it's typically hard just in the beginning. Right. I mean, I, I couldn't be like more proud of my wife, Tiffany. She was every single one of those excuses for the first 10 years of our marriage. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't like working out, didn't want to work out. Literally said she was allergic to sweating. So, like, if she started to, like, perspire, she literally shut it down. <laughs> so, it was like she she had every excuse. And then about a year ago, yeah, it's about been about a year, is she said, you know what? It's time. And like I said earlier in the episode, it's like she had to feel it herself. She had to decide mm-hmm. it herself. She had to, had to um, get uncomfortable on her own accord. And she has, and she's crushing it right now. And she loves it. Like she's like, we're talking about fitness at night. Never had that conversation with her ever (laughs) until this point in our marriage, because she's like excited about going and working out and excited about improvements and um, bettering herself and getting stronger and, you know, getting, you know, more cardiovascular capacity. She wouldn't describe it like that, but she it's, it's crazy, but she had to experience it. And the whole, I don't have time. There's a, there's a video that I just saw the other day about Kobe, and he was just talking about you know, his whole training regimen and, and what his approach was. And he's like, well, if you, wake up at, if you wake up at 3.30, you work out from 4 to 6, take a break for two hours, then you work out from 9 to 11, take a break, then you work out from you know, 2 to 4, you take a break, and then uh, you go back and you go you know, 7 to 9. I mean, think about how much you can get done in that day. Now, none of us have the ability to work out that much during no. the day unless you're a professional nor athlete. Nor does it require. Yeah, nor. But, but the point is, is he's like, now compare me against other professional athletes 
that wake up at nine, they go work out from 11 to one, and they come back, and then they go work out from, you know, five to seven, and then they go home, and then they're done for the day. They get two workouts as opposed to four. You can fit it in, in the 75 hard we keep talking about, and we're going to do a whole episode here coming up shortly, is two workouts a day. I, I couldn't for three years figure out how to get one workout in a day. <laughs> and now for 75 days, 75 days you've straight, found a way to do two. Two days. That, and that's the point right there. Look, I, I want to be empathetic. but well, and, and I am empathetic because for whatever reason, in my brain, this makes sense to me. Like, it makes sense to work out. Yeah. For whatever reason, I didn't choose that. It's just, that's just how I'm wired. Yeah. That working out is a priority. I'm going to get it done no matter what. That's just how I've been wired the last 12 years of my life. But I understand not everybody's wired. That, because yeah. there's other aspects of yes. my day and of my life where I'm not wired that way. Yeah. I think of business development that way. Yeah. To me, it's like pulling teeth to get on the phone and bang out cold calls or yeah. cold emails. Yeah. So somebody who's really good at that probably looks at me and thinks, dude, it's not that hard. Just do it. Yeah. Just get started. And, and I totally agree. Yeah. And that's why part of me is empathetic. Part of me is not because I do totally agree. Just do it. Yeah. Guess what? I am motivated to work out. I do. It, it has been a big part of my life, but there's days where I still don't love it. Mm-hmm. There's still days where it's really, really hard for me to get into the gym. But guess what? Whenever I, that, that's just part of being a human being mm-hmm. is facing things that are uncomfortable and doing it anyway. Yeah. And th- these are conversations we've had over and over and over, but working out is no different. Mm-hmm. You're not going to feel like it all the time. And if this is something that's not natural to you, you're probably not going to feel like it most of the time. Yeah. But think about anything that you do that's worth doing and how good for you it is. That's just part of the process of getting better. It's, it, it feels uncomfortable for two weeks, and then it's over. And yeah. then, you, then it's a routine. Waking up early was very foreign to me six years ago. Yeah. And then I literally just forced myself to do it for two straight weeks. And now it's like I can't imagine not doing it. Right. Because I've just been doing yeah. it so often. And, if, and listen, it's not, we're not saying, okay, you've got to go do hardcore CrossFit, or you've got to go run a marathon, or you've got to – you know, you've got to go swim a mile a day. Like we're not saying that if you don't, if you haven't worked out, just do this for me for one week, get up at before 6am and go for a walk, go for a walk as the sun's rising, get a little bit of early morning vitamin D and tell me that you don't feel better that day. Please. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get up, (laughs) to get up. To get You're up. not going to like it, but promise you, is five minutes, ten minutes in, you I, like, say, I can't believe I've never done this before. Five minutes after you are up, mm-hmm. it is like, okay, cool. Like, not, yeah. I'm glad I got up. And, and tell me at 7.30 when you're finished and you've already felt like you've accomplished something that day and, you're, and your metabolism is cranking on all gears and you're ready to start work or whatever you've got to do, tell me you don't feel better. Please. It's guaranteed. You, Again, I'll say, I've said this before. I'll keep saying it. I've never regretted a workout Yeah, no. when I'm done. Starting it, eh, this sucks. Yeah. But when I'm finished, yeah. it always, I always feel better. Mm-hmm. Am I tired? Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I sore? Yes. But I feel better. Yeah. I feel a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. I know that I did something. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm to a point now where if I don't work out, I actually feel bad. Oh, yeah. So instead of 
like most people, they feel bad if they do work out. I feel bad if I don't work. Yes. Now, I, again, I'm sick in the head. I get it. Maybe I need to dial that back a little bit. <laughs> but it feels weird when I don't move now yeah. because of the, all the benefits. We've, we've said it a million times. All the benefits that come from working out and moving and being active, mm-hmm. it feels weird when I don't do that now. Mm-hmm. I feel lethargic. I feel lazy. I feel tired. I feel grumpy. I'm not fun to be around. Those are all the things that happen when I, now when I don't move. And it, it wasn't always like that. I had to work to that. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the, the thought in my head is we know all these negative effects, but because they seem so far off, they're not a problem for today. Mm-hmm. They're delayed. Mm-hmm. We're willing to continue on with our sedentary lifestyle yeah. because cardiovascular disease, ah, that's something for 60-year-olds to deal with. I'm 30. I'm good. Yeah. We don't, and then like you said, until your wife felt it, it, it just didn't click. And that's what most people. Yeah, and again, let's, as you're, if you are that person that, that has used these excuses or. Which we all have. We all, you're, you're normal. Yeah. We're not saying you're not normal. What we're saying is, is fight those. What was your turning point, by the way? You said, because you obviously were an elite athlete. Your job was, your your. Performance was your job, Uh and then you got out of football, and no longer you're no longer getting paid and Mm -hmm. doing that. You fall into this funk of I don't have time to work out. Mm -hmm. What was the turning point for you? What what made you? Because like I'm just being completely real. I haven't had like it's been so such a part of my life for so long. I've never gone more than a week without working out in the last 15 years of my life. Yeah, literally. That's not Mm -hmm. a that's not an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. So what is that? like like what what makes you turn and flip the switch yeah so the transition was uh unexpectedly hard for me from football to um you know working in you know the professional business sector um and honestly i was i was miserable like i was miserable um i was depressed um or was and then i but as I was going through it, I'm thinking, all right, well, once I get the income that I want, and once I get to that, I'll be good. Like, that's just, I just got to get there. I got to grind it out. I'll get to grind it out. Well, the problem was, is I got there and I was still miserable. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And, and my wife noticed that she's, she's not the same person anymore. Like, and she knew because when I, when I was, when I was uh, playing, if I didn't work out, I was irritable. <laughs> I wasn't great to be around. Right. And she kept saying, hey, you know, maybe, like, go for a workout. I'm like, no, I don't have time. I got more work. And there's just, there's just something about getting out there and moving and being physical consistently that, for me, just from a mental health standpoint, was, was imperative. So it got to the point where, okay, hey, I, I, I got to my initial goal from an income standpoint after football, and I could take a breath there, and I'm like, that did nothing for me from a mental health standpoint. Mm. Nothing for overall wellness. Like, and, I, and I sat in, I, once I got to that level, I still sat in it for another six, six to eight months, and then it was like, okay. So you recognize it, but you still didn't take immediate action. I don't know if I recognized it. I was, I had gotten to the goal. I don't even know if, and then it was a new goal, right? So then mm-hmm. I'm just chasing. And then, and then I implemented fitness again. And, and I did it in a way that there was community and accountability built into it. And then 
competition, a little bit of competition, because I was missing that too. So are you saying that this most recent round of when you joined the CrossFit gym, which was when again? About a year ago. About a year ago. Yeah. So that's literally, okay, I'm, I was thinking we were talking years ago for some reason. So a year ago is nah, when dude. you turned things yeah, around. Yeah, fitness, fitness was, when I was playing, I was like, I cannot wait for football to be over because I'm going to work out twice a day because I don't have to wait for it to recover. Like, I love working out. Like, this is everything that I am. And then I got into to business, and I completely, completely ignored oh. it. And so there was a three-year period where, at best, I was working out once a week. At best. What did that feel like during that time? Like, physically or yeah. mentally? I was just, I was tired all the time. Um, I was irritable. I was like, honestly, I was depressed. I was eating a ton. Um, it was just, it was just a really hard time. Like I was, I wasn't a good dad. I wasn't a good husband. There was just so many things that I was, and I, and I constantly felt like a failure. And I'm not saying fitness fixed everything. That's not what I'm saying. I had, to, I had to address multiple things. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't where I wanted to be faithful. Well, you, I wasn't had, where you had just left a career that you dreamed of your whole life. And I, and I was, so that's part of it on, on the outside. Everyone's like, dude, this dude's transitioning great. Dude, on the inside, I was a mess. And mm. it was just fake. I was faking it. I was, I was going through the motions, trying to pretend that, you know, hey, I got it all together and I had this plan and I'm executing this plan and all. And it was, I was just miserable. And, and again, I'm not saying fitness was the only thing, but I would say fitness was the catalyst that got me healthy. Wow. Not just on a physical level, but mm -hmm. mentally, relationally, in multiple aspects, just because. Like, there was something that, like, I, I was excited to compete, whereas, like, I, I, I thought in business, like, I'm trying to compete with my colleagues and trying to be a top producer and trying to do all these things, and it was like, it just didn't, it didn't have any fulfillment, because those mm. are just material things, and, like, overall wellness, right, and building that foundation and setting the example for my kids... Once that started happening and then, you know, in conjunction with really kind of focusing on like my faith journey and, and making sure, okay, hey, look, this isn't only on me to do, you know, and, and you know, in, in, in my life, like Jesus is with me in all this. And once I recognize that again, man, things just started to click and now fitness is, fitness is consistent. I mean, I'm obviously there right now seven times yeah, a day, but even right. before I was five times a day for the yeah. last year. Yeah, five doing, times a week, sorry. Yeah, you're doing seven times a day right now, twice a day, which, again, we're going to talk about this more next week whenever you're done with 75 yeah. Hard. Uh, when, did it, when did it click for you in your mind that there was a correlation here of fitness and my overall health? Was it immediate when you started work? Did you immediately start to notice? Or did it take a little bit to make that, oh, man, I'm all of a sudden feel better. I'm not as irritable. Man, it was probably two lazy. weeks. Yeah, probably two weeks. Yeah, weeks. yeah. Once I got through the initial soreness, mm -hmm. um, and how hard were those two weeks? Those first two weeks for you? It was hard. It was hard. Um, yeah, there is the thing that I enjoy about CrossFit is there's a level of competitiveness. So I got to embrace that from day one because now you know we log our our um, results from the day and you're seeing how okay, hey, where do I stack up, and then. The other thing, too, that I enjoyed is I enjoy setting goals and working towards it. And mm -hmm. so for the first time in a long time, I wasn't just like walking through the motions in a workout. It was like, all right, there's a plan and I'm testing and I'm measuring growth and I'm measuring progress. And then I'm measuring myself against other guys that maybe have been there longer that have been doing it. And it it was 
we talk about it. Um, we talk about it a lot. It's like if you write out your goals and even small victories, like you got to celebrate those. And that one of the workout apps that we use to log our results is it <laughs> the dumbest thing. And Tiffany thinks thought it was like the dumbest thing. But like if you hit a PR, there's a little confetti thing. You you log in your number and it's a PR and like boom, there's this little confetti mm-hmm. explosion on your screen and you're like, all right, congratulations, you were awesome for hitting your PR. And I was telling Tiff this because she didn't use the app for the first year until like a month and a half ago. She goes, okay, that's stupid, you know, not those words, but she's like, oh, that's, that's cool, honey. I'm glad that you're using that. But then she started using it, and now she's like addicted. Now she's saying, okay, hey, I had a PR in back squats last week. I had a PR in deadlifts, and I, did, I went from banded pull-ups to – uh, jumping pull-ups mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to get a single strict pull-up and then I can now do a push-up because all I could do before was female version uh, push-ups or I, I don't want to be unpolitically correct or whatever yeah non-gender specific knees <laughs> push-ups from your, yeah <laughs> you're such a sexist pig calling female push-ups. push-ups from your knees <laughs> there you go and so um anyway so it, it's just it, it's one of those things and so there's there's being able to celebrate even the smallest victories just encouraged the process mm-hmm. and encouraged me to go back. So it took about two weeks for me to realize, okay, hey, this is a legit benefit. And I was like, that's why I'm doing this. Now I had to figure out, okay, CrossFit gets a bad rap about getting hurt and doing too much and this. And there's a lot of that. If you if you try to watch the other guys that have been doing it and try to do what they do. And you're not ready for it. And you right. don't know. So like I had to learn how to check my ego mm-hmm. and scale back a little bit until I was ready to do it. Um, like a, a buddy of mine, um, kid strong founder, kid strong. Uh, he, he used to own uh, a bunch of CrossFit gyms and his whole thing is like, you want to work out for the rest of your life? I'm like, yeah, heck yeah. He goes, so whatever you do today, don't let that prohibit you from going tomorrow or you're mm, not going to get good. or you're not going to get those right. 10,000 workouts that you want to get in. Yeah. And, he's, and so that took a little bit because I wanted to like be at the top of every single right. leaderboard because I'm a leader. I'm a scoreboard driven guy like right. in the office. If we've got like sales goals, if there's a scoreboard up there, I want to be at the top of it. Mm-hmm. But um, all of that combination helped me and, and I recognized it very quickly. The benefits I felt better at home. I slept better at night like. I, I was telling people we had all the, we had, uh, the sleep doctor on and we've talked about sleep quite a bit. And I was like, yeah, I, I can't sleep anymore. I slept like a baby when I played football. I can't sleep anymore. I don't even know what the deal is. I wonder why. Craziness. <laughs> Crazy. Because the, the metabolism you talked about, mm-hmm. right? The, benef- the, the, um, the bad uh, side effects of living a sedentary lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Your metabolism isn't kicking up, so you're not burning calories. So I'm not sleeping causes me my metabolism to slow down, which causes you to be tired, which causes you to be less motivated, which causes you to then put on weight, which makes it harder to get more motivated. I mean, it's this whole chain reaction. Right. right. So for me, it didn't take long. Yeah. But it may take longer for other sure. people. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be that way. Yeah. But it is fascinating listening yeah. to going from nothing to something a yeah. year ago and now knowing who you are. So let me ask you, there's a, there's a phrase in the scientific community called correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation. Mm-hmm. So just because two things correlate doesn't mean that one caused the other. Mm-hmm. But with that caveat, 
and getting personal. Yep. You don't have to say a number, but was last year financially the best year you've, uh, you've had since you played football? It was. It was. It was. Now, correlation doesn't equal causation, right. but last year is also the year you picked up fitness. Yeah. Do you think that there's a, that's a coincidence that all of a sudden you're feeling better, you have more energy, and it translates to your day-to-day life? Here's, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Is when I was not working out, I could not wait to go home and watch TV because I wanted to escape Mm. the life that I was living every day. Wow. Like, yes, I love my kids and I put my kids down and I talk with my wife, but I could not wait to turn on a show or a movie because I, and I, I just need to check out. I'm just tired from the day. But what really it was is I wanted to escape the life that I was living every day and I didn't want to go to sleep because I didn't want to wake up the next day and live the life that I had, mm. which sounds really sad. And it is really sad. And when I finally recognized and I hit that point where it was, okay, things have to change because this is not, this is not the example I want my kids to see. This is not the husband that my wife deserves. This isn't the friend that my friends deserve. This isn't the employee that my company deserves. I am not the person that God created me to be. So some things have to change and I have to take some accountability for that. And it, it literally changed to the point where it was like, all right, now because of that fitness element, cause that's something for me that I got excited about. Now it was, all right, I can't wait to get home, eat my meal, put the kids down, spend some time with my wife and go to sleep. Cause I can't wait to get up for that 5am workout. Mm. Like I'm, I'm like, literally it's crazy. I'm literally like antsy at like seven 30. Cause they post the workouts at 8 PM for the next day. I'm like, I cannot wait for like that workout to come out the next day. And look, I sound like a total bro, but like, it's one of those things that like, I found so much benefit in it mm-hmm. that it's like, I cannot wait for it the next day. It sounds bro just because we've stigmatized it, but yeah. it's true with anything. Yeah. When you start seeing results, you start seeing success. You get excited about it, yeah. and that's what you found. Yeah. So two years ago, would you could you see being so excited about the next day? No, two ch- years ago. No, man. No. Wow. I thought it was gonna. If it was, I mean, my dream two years ago was to. I'm not saying this isn't still like down the road, but my dream was to like. I just want to walk away from everything and go live in the mountains in Montana or Wyoming and just get away from everybody. Like that's my dream. And I, I think we've talked about that. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, I want to go and I dress it up. Like, oh, I'll be cool. I want to be a rancher kind of it's deal. pretty bad dream to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason was the, the source of the dream. The, the reason, was... yeah. The reason was, is like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do what I was doing. Mm. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to me. I love people. Traditionally, I have loved people, and I couldn't stand people. Mm. Like I was a pessimist. Well, welcome to the team. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change that for you. Uh, but it was like, I, and that was just so anti me. It was anti. I I've always just loved being around and communicating with people, and it was just one of those things. Is like, like I hated dealing with people. Like I, I even I noticed on calls. Like I'd, I would like lose my crap and just yell 
at people. I'd fight with people on the phones. And I'm, that is not me. Mm-hmm. And it was just because I just like had this distaste for people. And that's not how I was created. And, and it was just like, and so, yeah, two years ago, the, the fact that I'd be excited to get up for the next day and excited to, to do whatever it is, like I'm excited actually to work today. Mm. Like, because I got my workout in, I got a good, a good healthy meal in, I got my sleep and recovery last night. First and foremost, I was excited to come do the podcast. I mean, that's what, that's what gets me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it's to see Ben's face, but and David's face. You too, David. <laughs> you too, David. <laughs> but it's, it, man, it's just been, like you said, correlation doesn't. Cor- correlation doesn't equal causation. Equal causation. But, but you, start, you start putting these chips in line, right? Those chips start to stack up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and fitness was that catalyst for me. Interesting. All right, let's end it with this. Somebody's sitting here. They're in the position you were two years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the exact position, obviously, yeah. but they're in the struggle of they know they should. They hear all the benefits, but they just, for whatever reason, they just haven't, haven't made that switch. They haven't, it hasn't mm-hmm. clicked in with them. Mm-hmm. What's your encouragement to somebody like that? My encouragement is to find a community. Uh, find a community that's not in the same place that you are right now. Find a community that is maybe two, three steps ahead of where you're at right now on where you want to be. Um, whether that's, whether that's a, a workout gym, whether that's like, like Orange Theory or F45 or, yeah, CrossFit or a boot camp or whatever it is. Or just like neighborhood, someone that walks, goes for a walk if you physically are not. Now, again, like anybody can do anything. You can scale everything. My dad is 72 years old and started CrossFit th- four weeks ago. Oh, Lo- did he? Loves it amazing loves it good for him and he is like he's like i'm in i'm in i'm sore all the time but i'm in and i mean just the growth in him in four weeks is crazy but everybody's got the excuse oh i can't do this well guess what there's a woman that worked out it was 350 pounds and 65 years old and she started crossfit and guess what she's now down 150 pounds and is doing like almost everything wow like almost everything she's squatting she's front squatting she's deadlifting she i mean it's insane we got to talk to that yes. yes laura she's awesome yeah she's we gotta a talk to laura and so but again we always have these excuses on why you can't do it you have to just start though mm-hmm. and you can scale it to whatever level you're at right then but that's what i'm saying find a community of someone that's maybe a couple steps in front of you that can encourage you but can also coach you mm-hmm. but then also keep you accountable like yeah. that's one thing that it's like you get texts. Hey, man, missed you this morning. How you doing? Like, not the guilting, but it's like the encouragement community that, hey, we're going to grow together. They still have growth to do, but they maybe just be a little bit ahead of you. To me, find that. If it's something that you're looking at, just get moving. Mm. And look, and there's same same aspect on whatever faith journey, whatever spiritual journey you're on, on work journey, on parenting journey, on college journey, whatever it is, like find somebody that can one encourage, but two hold you accountable and then just go, just start. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I used to have a coach that would say, don't speak unless you can improve the silence. Mm. 
I can't improve anything you just said. So I'm going to end it there. That was awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, we kind of derailed from no, the original, that, no, original conversation. But. No, that, that was actually perfect because, again, this is something that, thankfully, I haven't struggled with. But I struggle with 19 other aspects of my life. But for whatever reason, this one. So it's good to hear because most people are where you were two years ago. Yeah. And, no, that was perfect. That was, that was way better than I uh, came in here. Appreciate you. <laughs> Keep, we so, keep it real here. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. For sure. That's awesome. Well, hopefully, I, well, I know that you got something out of that episode. For Tyler sharing that, I appreciate that. So if you did, I know you did, share this episode with a friend. Text it to some buddies. Post it on your Instagram. Go leave us a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen to. Those are all things that help us reach more people, which is our ultimate goal here. Is reach as many people as we can, grow this community of encouragement, and also some ass-kicking when it's yeah, necessary. Yeah, some real talk. Some real talk when it's yeah. necessary. But that's what we want to do here, and that's why we get on these microphones every single week. That's right. So. And just remember these Wednesdays, right, is, is we want to encourage and give you tools to take advantage of this one shot that we have at this life. There's a reason that we rebranded to the One Shot Podcast. It's because we are so lucky to have this shot that we do. Mm-hmm. Let's maximize it. Let's take advantage. Absolutely. Let's enjoy this one shot. And to enjoy it, sometimes it takes some work. And we just want to help give you the tools. We'll bring on, we'll bring on experts. Uh, we'll bring on people that have really encouraging stories. Um, and, and, and we will just hopefully provide you with something that helps you take advantage of this. Just this one shot at life that you have just a little bit more. That's right. That's right. Thanks, guys. We will see you tomorrow.